Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Mike B, a.k.a. Pretty Boy Fuzzy, and I want to welcome y'all to Mike B's Monday Audio Experience. Now, before I get this show started off today, tonight, this evening, whatever time y'all listening to it, I just want to take the time out to thank everyone that's listening and that's tuned in. Uh, I really appreciate y'all. By the end of the show, write me, give me some feedback on ways I can make the show more interesting to you, any topics that y'all like me to talk about. Besides that... Enjoy. So, the NBA draft was three days ago. Only team I really cared to watch was the Sixers. So I just wanted to see the Sixers pick because, you know, I trust the process. They're from Pennsylvania and all. And, um, so with the 10th overall pick of the 2018 NBA draft, the Philadelphia 76ers selected Mikael Bridges from the University of Villanova. And when I say the Sixers should be embarrassed by the way they treated that entire situation, they should be embarrassed, especially after the social media scandal that their former president or whoever, president of basketball operations just dealt with. They should be embarrassed about how they handled the entire situation. Mikael Bridges was ecstatic to, to play for to play for the Sixers. You know, being a Philadelphia native, his mom being a Philadelphia native, him being a two-time champion, and his, not to mention, if you don't know this, his mother is the vice president of human resources at, at, at um, for the 76ers, the vice president. So he went on air on his interview after getting drafted. He just spoke, uh, he spoke highly of the franchise, highly of making his mom proud. And his mom did the same thing. You know, his mom was excited to welcome her son being a part of the Philadelphia Sixers family. Not even 30 minutes after the kid got drafted did they trade him away. And it's not like, you know, it's not like the decision was something, something that was favored by the fans. The fans hated it. Everyone hated it. They traded him for Zaire Smith, who's a guy we can't really tell you much about. You know, I'm not going to knock him, but he's not a two-time champion like, like Mikael Bridges is. And in addition to them trading him for Zaire Smith, they also traded him for a 2021 unprotected first-round pick, which could really turn into anything looking at the way that the Suns are now who they just drafted with the first pick they drafted DeAndre Ayton and now they just picked up Mikael Bridges they're looking like a team that's, that's gonna make some noise to be honest with the addition of Devin Booker as well I mean shout out my boy Eddie Graham by the way he a fan of the Suns but with Devin Booker and Mikael Bridges and DeAndre Ayton the Suns are really looking to do something crazy this year. I mean, the Sixers just made a dumb move trading them, trading Mikael Bridges there. Like, they embarrassed themselves. They embarrassed the franchise. They embarrassed the city just now. So, I don't know much that they're going to do to fix what they did to us, but hopefully they do something. I mean, what they did, it's like, it's like imagine getting the girl's number. Yeah, imagine going to get a girl's number. You go back to your boys. Yeah, man, I just bagged Shawnee Ball, this and that. I told her X, Y, and Z. You go to call the girl. You know, everybody already know you messing with her. You got her number. When you go to call her in front of your boys or whatever, you get that text that says, you ever text like a number that's not real, and it texts you back immediately, this caller is unavailable, or this text cannot be sent. That's publicly embarrassing. Like, my God. <laughs> in other news, well, not other news because it's still relevant to basketball, but Angelo Ball didn't get drafted, man. I'm kind of upset. You know, I kind of, I want to see him in LA for for him playing with his brother. 
I believe in the whole ball movement, big brother. I mean, big baller brand movement. He gonna link up with his brother, they gonna get a ring at some point. But I mean, the same with everybody. I don't think anybody was expecting him to get drafted, especially after the whole thing that happened with him in China. And then uh, his father pulling him out of, his father pulling him out of UCLA. So, I mean, him getting drafted wasn't really highly in his favor, but he still has opportunities to go, like he said, either play for a summer league team, go to a tryout. He also has the JBA, which is actually doing quite well. Well, not quite well, but they on their way to getting started. His father actually confirmed a few days ago about uh, actually pay paying players $3,000 a month, them receiving 60% from their jersey sales. And then not to mention the extra endorsement deals that players can get and the fact that they get like big baller brand sneakers and everything. So he still has opportunity to grow and everything, but he's just going to take the longer path as opposed to getting drafted straight to the league like his older brother. But Leangelo, M3, M3 game on the app. We all out here cheering for you. So go do your thing, man. I wish you the best of luck to get into the Lakers and be with your family. Keep up the hustle. segment out of respect and to say rest in peace to Josiah Onfrey, more famously known as XXX Tentacion. Um, I'm actually sad to see the way people reacted to him in his last moments, you know, recording him in that car and everything was just, it was very sad. And it goes to show you, nobody cares about you until you die. Just seeing all this fame and all this stuff going on with his name. But one thing he talked about is he wanted his legacy to be left behind if he ever dies, which is his music. He left us a lot of good music, so rest in peace. Another topic I want to get into is Terry Crews. I'm sure everyone knows Terry Crews, you know, the big husky black guy. And uh, He's the dad. He's the dad and um, everybody hates Chris. He is the big husky guy and uh, Friday the 3rd, the guy that got out of jail. What else? Soul Plane, Husky guy in Soul Plane, I think a security guard or something. So, you know, all his roles, he's firmly known as the big tough guy. Turns out he's suing someone. He's suing Adam Venti, a, um, an agent for a wrestler in WWE. He's suing Adam Venti for sexual harassment. So it turns out that Adam Venti groped him in the balls, like gripped his whole everything. And kind of told him to stay on a hush about it, kind of like like he was flirting with him. And you know, I'm actually looking up to Terry Crews now because what he did, what he's doing with this lawsuit is actually important. He's actually an activist. Because think about it, in a lot of situations like this, if you were to hear about anything like this, you know, where you gotta stand up for yourself and things like that. He did. Suppose he punched this guy. If he punched him for touching him like that, then Terry Crews would be in trouble for. Um, assault, assault on a white man, basically. So the fact that he's actually responded to this by taking it to court and that, that he didn't let his anger resolve it is is actually showing something because um, I actually went through a situation like this. I found out someone stole a thousand dollars from me. It was actually somebody I was close to, not personally close to, like like good friends close to, but it was like a roommate of mine stole a thousand dollars from me. And um, you know, my first, my initial reaction was to whoop his ass. 
And, you know, it took my parents, my grandparents, you know, having to talk me out of it. Because once I got back to school and I, was, I knew I was going to be alone in a situation where I could do this, it took a lot of convincing for me not to do that. And I had to handle it the legal way, which was a lawsuit. And because, think about it, if I would have put my hands on him for stealing money from me, that wasn't going to make the money appear back into my account. It would have just taken more money out of my account because he wouldn't have no mercy on me at all if I'd punch him. He'd basically say, all right, that's my way to get even now because I stole from you. So, you know, everyone should actually take a look at the situation that Terry Crews is in because it can show you how to handle any type of situation that you get into in life because sometimes it takes you having to be the bigger person to avoid going down two steps. Think about it. If you react with violence or anger, it's going to do nothing but harm you in the long run. And, you know, Terry Crews, I'm standing up for you, man. Hold it down. Drake, Aubrey Graham, has a double album coming out in a couple days. It's going to be called Scorpion, Scorpio, whatever it's going to be called. We all know it's going to be fire. It's going to be the same Drake stuff, you know, giving them girls some new Instagram captions. People are going to completely forget that he doesn't write his own work. We're still gonna listen. One thing that I'm that I'm focused on with this album is I just please, please, Drake. I know you're not listening, but somebody's listening. Somebody listening to this. Tweet him, at him on Instagram. Do not come at Pusha T, please, bro. Like your time to come at Pusha T was over. Like the fact that we still listen to your um to your album and we still anticipating your album to come out is. It's like a miracle because normally when people lose rap beefs, they're supposed to get get um, R.I.P. You know, but like, this not your this not your time to come and push your team no more, man. We over it. Take care of your son. Drop some heat, but just leave that pusher stuff behind. Leave it in the past, cause I don't want Pusha T to come back and like say some stuff, you know. And then on top of that, whatever you had to say, you should have said it. You should have said it a couple weeks ago, bro. So it's dead. I mean, like I said, we're looking forward to your album, Drake. Do your thing. You're 666. I did not mean to say that. I'm so, oh my goodness. I'm going to call this segment Speaking My Truth. This will be the last segment before I end the show today. Um, last time I did podcast was about six months ago. Yeah, six months ago, I think in January. So, now I'm just not getting back into it. Last time I didn't really have much of a format the way I was doing it. I was kind of just recording every day. And now, you know, I want to come back a little more organized. That's what I'm doing. Might be Monday. So every Monday, I'm going to come back to you guys with a new podcast, new topics to talk about. And then take that rest of the week to gather up some new ideas, see what works, see what doesn't work, and fix it up for you guys. And come back that next Monday with a better episode. And just look forward to staying consistent and continuing to get better. Uh, one time, for the one time, shout out to, to the Great Productions, man. Uh, I really appreciate you guys, man. Y'all really keep me motivated, you know. I don't got too many friends that's, like, actually out here, like, legit doing it and actually, like, speaking it as well. Like, speaking and doing it. You know, I hear a lot, I got a lot of people that just talk to me about they want to do this and they want to do that. But with y'all, man, I see, I hear the talk and then the action is right behind it. And that shit motivates me to, you know, to do something else, you know. Like, I'm doing, I'm doing these things with my app. I'm writing articles doing blog posts and everything, social media content, websites and stuff, and 
they just dropping track after track after track, getting on this platform, going to this, switching to that. And, you know, I was having a conversation with my little butter, and I figured, I was like, yeah, you know, I think I'm going to start these podcasts again. Because I'm just, you know, once they throw something out, I'm like, all right, well, what else can I do to, to get back on that level that they on? So I figured I'd do these podcasts again. And that'll give me a good opportunity to, you know, help other musicians out for me to really speak my truth like I'm doing now. Uh, to feature other artists, musicians, anybody that wants to feature, do a little interview, get featured on my podcast. I can do things like that. But all through this journey, you know, I'm learning that you got to create opportunities for yourself. You know, you can't wait for someone to put you on. Yeah, you can't wait for someone to put you on. If it's something you want, you got to you got to you got to get out there and do it. You know, there's things like Distro Kid where if you're making music, put your shit out on every platform. Like there should be no reason why you can't get on every platform if you know that this is out there. And then we recently found that out. You know, there's blogs out here. You can make websites. You can make money off your blogs. You know, if you have a talent, whether it's making websites, you're a good writer, you're good at this. There's freelance work. There's podcasting. There's blogging. There's Instagram. You know, I'm just learning. There's so many ways that you can put yourself on out here in this world. And I feel like a fool to not take advantage of it. You know, so that's what I'm doing, you know. And I preach this to, like, a lot of my friends, too, you know. Don't focus so much time on trying to perfect one thing or trying to schedule how you can do it or this or that, you know. I just threw this podcast out there, you know. I, I did take some time to, like, you know, at least try to get some get some topics down and things like that. But however it is, you know, I'm I'm going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see what worked with this podcast. And when the next day comes, I'm going to see what worked, what didn't work. And I'm going to fix that stuff and I'm going to build on the stuff that I did well on. But I didn't want to take so much time focusing on, all right. This is how I'm going to do this. This is how I'm going to do this. This is how I'm going to do this. Because I got to go capture that energy now. And I got I to take advantage of this opportunity now while it's here. And you just can't be afraid to fail. That's like that's like my main thing, you know. Just anticipating the entire week when I was going to drop this podcast. You know, I was just nervous. So I'm like, damn. The last time I stopped podcasting, I had like 100-something views. And I was just like, you know, what can I give my audience that's going to value, that they're going to value, that they're going to want to listen to me again? I mean, I guess me being me being real with y'all and just saying this type of stuff, you know, maybe that'll bring y'all back to listen. But the main thing is, you know, you just got to find it within yourself to keep going. Never stop grinding, you know. Find something you love and just keep going for it, whether it's, whether it's a dollar sign attached to it or not. You just got to try new shit. Like, I've never done this before. I'm just trying this stuff out. Like everything, you just gotta try it out, get a feel for it, and just don't be a perfectionist. Just go do that shit, man. And again, thank you everyone for listening. I really appreciate y'all. Stay tuned next Monday. I should have a special guest for y'all. Appreciate y'all for listening.